That kind of nerd. Let's start the show with comics, movies, and technology. Here we go, bringing you the segments that you're looking for, like Cape Talk screen to stream, tech perspective, and more. Cast this nerd degree and the blockbuster. Welcome to the club, cause you're that kind of nerd. Welcome everyone to That Kind of Nerds podcast, a weekly show that tells you what is going on in the nerdy world. I am CJ Mellon, joined by Joshua Burns. What up? Uh, Brian is not here this week because he is married! Yay! <laughs> By the time you're listening to this listener, uh, Brian is uh, officially tied to the knot. Uh, I believe he took her last name, which I thought was an interesting choice. But uh, Yeah, for yeah. sure. Actually, you know, I, I, I'm not, no, all jokes aside, he literally told me that uh, he and Cassandra debated actually changing their name to the Burnsons. It might. It wouldn't. But there was hurt. a. There was at least a twenty-minute conversation about it. Well, that's a. It's a, it's 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 a. It's a good name, and it was given uh, careful thought. Clearly, strong name, masculine name. <laughs> boy, uh, boy, boy, very tall, very boy. tall boy, very very important. Uh, but it, because Brian is gone, that doesn't mean that we're not going to talk about things like the world of comics. See how it's affecting TV. See how it's affecting movies. But believe it or not, it's still affecting Brian this week, ladies and gentlemen. It's time for Cape Talk. Cape Talk. You know, he may be gone, but he's, he's still on the show. Just in that one mm. little segment. One little part. DC Universe is inviting fans to create a show in a new competition, to which I immediately said, Brian, 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 you can get a Hollywood job. There's a competition called DCU Unscripted, where fans are going to compete for the chance for developing their own TV show to launch on DCU. Uh, I thought this was kind of interesting. So here's the the, the quote that we got from the uh, the vice president and a, a GM of uh, DC Universe. Since the launch of the service just over a year ago, we established a community that has far exceeded our ambitions. We hosted unforgettable member events. We created places and spaces where fans could have a voice. And we're working to take it to a whole new level in our second year by giving fans the opportunity to submit their own concepts for an unscripted show that will potentially become a series on DC Universe next year. Uh, basically, what you have to do is you sign up for uh, a, a, an account on one of their little networks here. You submit a unscripted reality show, everything from game shows, uh, gameplay. They even have, they said, quote, hot food and hot takes. If you rip off hot ones, DC Universe, I'm going to be pissed about that. <laughs> uh, if you win, uh, they will fly you out to LA. They will sit you down with industry professionals and help you develop the show. The deadline to submit a deal is November 18th. So I said, hey, Brian, you're about to have a whole bunch of free time in your life. Start crafting. Start developing. So you have to be a member of this Ideas United network. Yes. Um, money. Which, well, I'm looking at that. And I mean, there's certainly an application process. Right. Um, so Brian first has to apply. And then if they accept him, he can submit. Well, he can link to half the show where we we encourage people to sign up for DC Universe for like four and a half months. Yeah, no, I, I, that doesn't have anything to do with this Ideas United. Right. So this is a separate. Yes, a whole separate thing. Yeah. So you have to be a member of that. Right. Network. Okay. I'm just saying there's there's like a. Yeah, you got it. You got it. There's a buffer. There's a middleman. I get it. Yeah. Still throw your hat in the ring. What's it hurt? I, I don't think it hurts anything. I think it's a great idea. I think Brian should do it. I, I, I would. There we go. But what are we going to pitch now? We can't just be out uh, out here alone. Are we not going to make our own show? No. You could do one where you make coffee with comic book characters. It's called what is it? Heroes in what? Heroes in, in transportation getting coffee. I, I think that's a new idea. I don't think that's yes, ever been that's, done before. No, you didn't rip that off of anyone. No. Okay. All right. Fine. They they also said one about what hot foods and hot takes. Okay. So what if we have people cosplay as uh combo characters and then eat uh increasingly spicy chicken wings and we ask them questions again i think it's been done okay all right all right here's another one uh you have uh a, a, a thing of sorts right that has prizes listed on it uh you then have to to to, to move it in a way maybe spin it maybe it's a wheel it's a wheel okay okay you spin the wheel it Carousel. lands on the prize, and then you have to guess the comic book title that's on it's, the. Is it is it like a, it's like a carousel of good tidings? Good tidings. Wow! See, we're getting it right here. You know what? We always say hire Brian Thornton. Two of us just sit here, 
Grenadiers. Yeah, yeah, we're certainly not hacks at all. What if? Okay, hold on. Last one. This you want? This is the perfect concept. Is this the one where the heroes, uh, 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 they, they, they cook different meals and we scream at them with a British accent? Oh, no, but we could totally do that. Yeah. What about one where there's a, a comic book on display and you have to kind of guess it's, it's worth? But if you go over, no, no dice. Uh, and if you're under, fine, but you just can't go over and the closest to it gets it and you have to guess the price. The price has to be correct. And it says, accurate price, bro. <laughs> That's what we're going to call it. Accurate price, bro. Accurate price, bro. That uh, yeah, that might work. Yeah, we got, might I work. think we got something right there. Remember to have your pet spayed and neutered, or don't. Whatever, <laughs> it's it's up to you. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not judging you in your life. All right, this is the other part I, I had to bring out again, affecting Brian. Brian's still holding on to hope, some glimmer, some shiny little beacon of hope that the Netflix Marvel shows are are somehow could be put onto Hulu. They they could go somewhere. We don't have to throw them away. Well, as we already discussed a few months ago, that the Daredevil props for the the netflix original series went up for auction jessica jones is doing the same thing in december so like they're literally selling the props it's over it's gone you lose you get nothing good day sir like all the props in the jessica jones show are like battered and beaten <laughs> and worn to shit like pay for this crappy desk yeah but then they can be probably like, hey. they're gonna sell the jeans that she wore a million times and never washed gross Maybe like Kristen Ritter uh, wore these jeans and never washed them. You sure there's not some people out there? I would like that very much, please. Oh, $70, please. So gross. $70, please. But it's already hap- it already happened with Daredevil. It already happened with Luke Cage. It already happened with Iron Fist. They're literally going in the order in which these shows were canceled. It's over. Yeah. I mean. I'm sorry. Sucks. Does it, Nobody, though? Does it suck that it? Iron Fist is gone? Does it really suck? It sucks that Marvel's not on Netflix. You know what uh-huh. I mean? That the, these shows are gone. That sucks. That, it does suck that, that those shows are just gone and, and Daredevil will be missed. I would pour one out, but this seltzer is pretty damn good. I'm not, mm. not going to waste the seltzer. Daredevil and Punisher. Yeah, you know what? Punisher auction hasn't happened yet. So, you know. Just a lot of, just a lot of weapons. <laughs> you this, can't sell those. This all has very sticky red stuff on it. <laughs> it's not real blood, but it's very sticky. You're not going to get it out. Don't put it on you. You're going to ruin it. It's all syrup. Show someone they're just going i could lick it all right now that we're done with the world of comics brian we miss you and i know you would have a lot more to say about uh, all this stuff besides develop a show let's turn our attention to the world of movies and god damn do we have a lot to talk about ladies and gentlemen it's time for screen to stream josh i know this next topic is right up your alley and for me uh i don't really care big mouth is getting a spinoff series called human resources with nick kroll yeah uh, i can't believe you don't care about this I, have you not watched I, big mouth i have tried i have tried so hard what to do you care. mean you've tried i watched several episodes i i think the the last one that i watched was when they went to uh season one when it first came out when they went to the empires no not Empire, statue of liberty and uh i think it was episode five or four i like i really tried I just I didn't think it was funny. I just I didn't laugh. I didn't laugh at all. I just kept going. When does this get funny? Yeah, it's, it's like it's like they didn't activate you until after puberty. <laughs> like you didn't know what that was about. And uh, look, I think if you were, you know, any other red blooded American boy or girl going through puberty, this show makes perfect sense for you. But and, I, I, and I, you should. No, I don't think you did. For the record, I did go through puberty. No, well, maybe in like some sort of weird 1950s setting <laughs> with your Russian captors or whoever they were. Wait, going through puberty for you is not yelling code words at you until eventually. <laughs> yeah, vice no, no, no. this to this. No, that's not how that works. It's not. No, it's not. Oh. Uh, it's it's not like that. That uh, desensitize whatever sensitivity training right, combined right. with electroshock therapy. Or no, really. Nope. You nope, didn't have to not. stare at pictures for three days straight until one day. No, it was very much like uh, yeah. what happens here in uh, okay in Big Mouth, um, and and they're gonna give they're gonna give the hormone monsters their own show, which I yeah uh, they can't. I mean, what are they doing when they're not? I mean, with with their kids. I mean, what's he gonna do? What are you gonna do? So yeah, I need I need to see I need to see this. I need to see it right now. Right now. Right now. Right now. What are your hopes for it though? I mean, like like what what can a spinoff show? do to to earn success and approval for that because i mean the spinoff shows of comedies not necessarily known to be the best things in the world well again the hormone monsters are like the funniest part of big mouth i mean they're so ridiculously extreme 
um, and that you can get away with saying basically anything. So I don't, I don't see any, I don't see like the bar being too high or low. You know what I mean? As long as it's funny, it's going to be successful. So the, 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 the premise, the, the setup that I, that I, that I read was it's a workplace comedy that takes place in the world of the monsters about the monsters and creatures and everything else that manages people. A workplace comedy with, with these monsters? Like, yeah, well, that's their job. They're hormone monsters. Sure. So they sort of pop in and out of, of these kids' lives. So you'd have to assume that there's some sort of office they go back to. So it's like a, a foul mouth monsters, Inc. Uh, yeah, yeah. I mean, to a degree. Sure. Okay. Um, I guess we'll see. Ugh. I, I, I don't know. I just, this wasn't my thing. You're the first person I've met that, that has been anything other than like completely supportive of this. Well, I, here's the thing. I, 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 I understand that other people think it's funny and I'm fine with that. And I would like this kind of comedy to keep going because a lot of people find it funny. I like these creators. I want them to have their thing. They, they just premiered season three, like uh, on Friday. So they just premiered season three. And I know that it's been renewed for three additional seasons. It's got yeah, it's six hilarious. Seasons. So like I Get it's great, and I get they're doing fun stuff. I again, I talked about the fact how uh, they're going to do uh, an episode, the musical episode of Disclosure. Right? That's that's something weird and dumb and stupid that you can get away with on that show. Like that and Bob's Burgers are the only two shows that will let you get away with musical renditions of of movies on a show that people are like, yeah, I'd watch that. So I, I get it. It's just this is not my show. So I I'm glad that people are getting more of it. I, I hope it works out. Spinoff comedies. No, it's working. All right. How about this? How about something we can both get behind and we'll both be excited for? Kevin Smith has announced that he is indeed writing and getting ready for Clerks 3. Yes. Right? I mean, Kevin Smith. It's great. Clerks. It's, it's, it's the movie that kicked off an entire genre of movies. Right. The Kevin Smith genre of movies. <laughs> the if it, Listen, if it wasn't for this movie, we wouldn't have Tusk and we wouldn't have Yoga Hosers. I know. Come I on now. I purposely picked the room. No, I, I'm joking. I know. So ridiculous. <laughs> it's so even, ridiculous. Come on. Everybody loves Kevin Smith. Everybody loves these movies. I don't care. Make They're, they're wrapping up the storyline well, with Clerks 3. And I'm thinking of, of the amount of cameos that, that are going to be in Jay and Silent Bob reboot. The amount of sympathy that Kevin Smith got for the, having the heart attack and then doing the movie that everyone he ever worked with is like, yeah, I'll come by. That's fine. Even Affleck is like, yeah, can I come in? He yeah. made up with Bruce Willis, Josh. He made up with Bruce Willis. And if really? you know anything about Kevin Smith, Kevin Smith and Bruce Willis did not do not get along after Cop Out. They've made no. up. They had conversation. They have talked. They're buddy-ish now. That's crazy. So I can only imagine what this movie could could bring. And I, I'm hoping that we see the the likes of Affleck or someone else just making more cameos and more of his movies. I would like more of these, please. Thank you. Keep making those clerks. I didn't mind Clerks 2. That's fine. Clerks 1 was better, but I didn't mind Clerks 2. No. I loved it. You loved Clerks Loved Clerks 2. Absolutely. Loved. Like with a capital loved. L. Yeah, loved. I loved it. Okay. You and I have different passions around around things, apparently. Uh-huh. Give, me, give me all the Kevin Smith. Touche. Uh, all right. Then we also got this little uh, featurette, this, this little teaser gag thing uh, for the movie Free Guy, starring Ryan Reynolds. Uh, the premise of this movie is ridiculous. Do you know the premise of this movie yet? Do you, have you have you read no, about I, it? I know. I so I only saw the the thing, and then I sent it to you guys because I thought it was hilarious. So a little explain explain the thing to the listener. So you've got the uh, the stars of the movie Free Guy, which are Ryan Reynolds, uh, Taika Waititi, uh, Steve, what's his name from Stranger Things. Um, and I don't know who the who the chick is, but but it's essentially it's the creative Stranger Things is doing this this movie, and you've got the four actors sitting there, and Ryan Reynolds and 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 Taika Waititi are talking about how great it is that they finally get to work together. They've been sort of following each other's careers for a while. You should watch the video; it's in the show notes. Pretty dope. Um, they <laughs> I mean, they they have worked on a movie before, but neither of them wants to acknowledge it. So take take a take a. It's like two minutes of your life. You'll be glad you did. And it's uh, Jody. I think it's Jody uh, Comer. Comer. Yeah, it's know. Comer. Jody Comer from Killing Eve, which is a popular show. Uh, yes, they refuse to acknowledge the fact that they worked on a spoiler alert uh, Green Lantern together. Which, uh, when I was watching Green Lantern for the retro review, I was like, "That's 
that's Taika Waititi. What was that? And then what's great about the thing that they just leave. So here's the premise of the movie, Josh. Are you ready? Ryan Reynolds is just a, a normal guy, right? Just a dude who's living his life, wakes up in the morning, right? Gets ready for work, very much like uh, the uh, Chris Pratt's character in uh, the Lego movie, right? Just a dude. But all around him, people are jumping out of buildings, jumping over rooftops, diving, doing crazy things, uh, getting shot at. And he just goes about his day, living his life. He works in a bank. So one day, he picks up a pair of glasses, and then he realizes that he is an NPC in a video game. And he doesn't know that he is a non-playable character who's living in a complete fantasy world. But once he puts on the glasses, he becomes self-aware and starts to interact with the world around him, including shooting a guy in the chest, leaving a gigantic hole in it, going, uh, yeah, he's just resting. So uh, that's the premise. He's just a normal, everyday dude who becomes self-aware, and Taika Waititi is actually going to be playing the bad guy in the movie. He is the evil game developer who is out to wreck Ryan Reynolds' life and stop him from being self-aware. That right. Apparently he's very Deadpool-esque, very look at the look at the camera, do the wink and the nod, and and, and do what you need to do. Now, that I sound extremely uh, interested in, and I, I, I care to see more of this movie, and I, I'm, I'm already bought in on the premise. But then Ryan Reynolds did something else this week, and they released a trailer for Six Underground. Yes. And, and I'm watching this going, okay, I see Michael Bay, directed by Michael Bay, mm-hmm. okay. And I see Ryan Reynolds and other people, many other people, with him. None of their names mentioned in the movie trailer at all. And I watch this trailer and I say, I don't, I don't know. I don't, I don't know what I feel about this. It, it, okay. The premise for this movie is that they are six elite people who uh, are presumed dead by their governments. And now they're doing whatever they want. They are mercenaries for their own pleasure to do things and impact the world. But, but I can't tell if it's serious. I can't tell if it's not serious. I I can't tell if I like this movie. Please help me. Mm, I liked it better when it was called The Losers. <laughs> it's kind of what it's like. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You're right. All right. So it's it's going straight to Netflix. Um, so I'm I'm fine with this. It's not going to cost me anything additional to see it. Uh, it's got Michael Bay, which means things will go boom. A lot, a lot. of things will go boom. Yep. A lot of things will go boom. Um, like, like in The Simpsons when they run over a skateboard and it catches fire. Why? I don't know, but it does. <laughs> things explode, right? Um, I mean, same guy that wrote Deadpool, Zombieland, G.I. Joe, right? I mean. I won't hold G.I. Joe against him. What? I, I like G.I. Joe. It's, it was okay. Okay. Well, uh, retaliation. Did he write both of them or just retaliation? Oh, God, if he just wrote, I reta- think I think it was just retaliation. Uh, yeah, maybe you do have to hold that against. Okay, him. I will but, hold him against. The, yeah, but I mean, he he wrote the screenplay for Double Tap, um, and uh, the new Clue movie. Like, it, so it was that's Rhett Reese and uh, Paul Wernick is the other writer. Um, Wait. all the same. I think they're I think they're a writing team. Okay, either I was gonna say it's or, a- either that or like. Maybe Wernick is normally a producer on those projects. Let's see. Yeah. I mean, no. Right, right. Yeah, he wrote. They're they're like a writing team. It took two people to write those movies? It took two people to write that second G.I. Joe movie? Really? Well, I, I'm, I mean, let's, let's okay, for, for the sake of argument, let's toss that one out. Okay. I can toss right? that one and out. Just, and let's focus on Zombieland, Deadpool, Deadpool 2. Okay. Right? All I right. Mean, we All can, right. We All right. Solid those, are, those are good. Everyone gets one, right? A studio probably interfered with the second G.I. Joe, right? Yeah, as in, give us money! <laughs> give us money! And right. we'll give you notes! Right. Change the characters! Exactly right. Give them jetpacks! <laughs> also a money clip engraved, question mark? Bring in the rock. That's all we really need. That's how we save it for time. So, uh, I mean, are you, on the, are, are you yes on this? Are you no on this? It's going to be on Netflix. It's got Ryan Reynolds. Uh yeah, uh, for sure. This is I mean, this, this is the second time that we've used the it's on Netflix as as the defense. Um, it's not just a de- so. All right, let me let me start the defense by saying okay, it's gonna be Ryan Reynolds as a wisecracking mercenary. I don't think I've ever seen him do that before. Mm, right. I mean, we can trace that lineage all the way back to Blade Trinity. <laughs> yes, yes, we can. 
right? Ironically enough, Marvel's fault for most of these Hannibal, times. Hannibal King, right? He, he, I mean, he played Hannibal King in, in Blade Trinity, and yes. that's sort of where, I mean, that's where I fell in love with him as an action star, right? Um, and he's done it a whole bunch of times since then. But you know, Deadpool's kind of the apex there, and this is, you know, just I, I, I think your response was. Uh, Netflix delivered a dump truck worth of cash. Oh, yeah. I just imagine for Michael Bay and Ryan Reynolds, they're just like, hey, can you back it up, please? Please? <laughs> thank you. Okay, here you go. Here's your, your dumpster of money. Uh, Where do you want to... Can you buy another house? You can. Okay. We're good? Yes? And, yeah, and they're and like, it, yeah, okay, we'll we'll take it. We'll, we'll make it work. Melanie, what do you think? <laughs> yeah, give them money! And then, you know, they... <laughs> Right. It has uh what's her name? Uh Shoshana from Inglorious Bastards in it. Right. right. She was also in uh Now You See Me. She, she's she's um, she's been in many things, but that's the thing. They didn't mention any other actor's name. And I'm like, I they know don't, her. I know. They him. don't need to. They don't, you know, it has Angel from X Men Apocalypse. Right. Um but they don't need to say anything. It has Dave Franco. And I think they do say Dave Franco. I think I think I did see his okay. name. I didn't remember seeing any other um, name besides Michael Bay and Ryan Reynolds. Uh, and that's that's you know those guys and, are and, and a ship that's the world's biggest magnet. It looks like the, a rejected bad boy script. Corey Hawkins, who played uh, Doctor Dre in Straight Outta Compton, yes, he's a great actor. Uh, oh, great. Uh, he's also in The Walking Dead. He was a good actor. Fine, okay, good actor. I'll, I'll downgrade him to good, good actor. I'll, I'll and, but so good. he's the thing is, each of them they just go by you know, number. So one, right. two, three, four, five, six. Yeah, it stands to reason. Um, so I, I'm not sure who's who here, um, except for Ryan Reynolds, I know is one. Is is the play is the title supposed to also play on like six feet underground and that they're I, dead? I think yeah, it's well they are dead. Like, right. But so like, you've got yes, you've got like, a play on words there. There are six of them. <laughs> Fox Force five. As in we're five foxy chicks. Right. Yeah, I, okay. who are a force? Here's here's my question because I I know the other the other week I said oh it's a Netflix movie I already paid for it and I'll watch it is is it's going straight to Netflix as a movie now a a, a criteria in which we're judging the quality of the movie of saying almost like straight to video straight to VOD is it just a step above that I'm not even hmm. I mean I'm really yes. thinking about this now so yes yeah well, I mean when when you think about straight straight to video. Or or video on demand, you do think about kind of shitty shitty titles, really right? shitty like, titles. Uh, yep. The that what is that? Uh, Running with the devil, the the Nick Cage and Sam Jackson yes. movie that just came out. Right. Yes. Um. That's that kind of that kind of idea. Um. Except you know you've got um big stars doing this on Netflix. Uh. I'll cite the Will Smith movie from right. a couple years. Yeah. But ago. then there was right. that. There was that. There was the that that Matt Damon. Not Matt Damon. Ben Affleck movie that went straight to Netflix, and I was like, "Yeah, it's pretty shitty. Don't watch it." Wait, which one was that? I forget what it's called. Affleck. Uh, yeah, it had Charlie Hunnam, Ben Affleck, Triple Frontier, Ben oh, Affleck, I, Oscar Isaac, no, Charlie Hunnam. I, that's I mean, that's I did, three. I did. Wa- I did watch that. I heard terrible things. Wait, did you watch it? No, I, I did not because everyone who did watch it told me it was bad. Uh, no. But it has it, not been well received either. What I'm saying is that this movie has gotten, it's been shit on by a lot of people. And I'm glad that you're the minority. I See, because I do trust your opinions on movies. And if it's a good movie, and believe me, I know you've probably almost watched everything on Netflix by this point. I've seen your list. It's incredible. Unlike Brian's list. I know you're getting married, but I'm still ragging on you. Uh, and and I trust your opinion, but but that's a movie with th- three big names, one gigantic A lister. You know, Oscar Isaac is nothing to sneeze at, and Charlie Hunnam's no a slouch. great actor. Uh, yeah, but like the whole, it had Pedro Pascal in it as well, right? Who's a who's a big name now? But we even talked about the Highwaymen with with Kevin Costner, Woody Harrelson, Kathy Bates. No one, we we talked about that movie, saying that looks good, and we never watched it. Isn't that a show? Is it a show? I thought it was a movie. No, it's a oh. movie. It's a movie. Is it? Two hours and 12 minutes. All right. Yeah, I I don't. Kevin Costner's always playing some broken down something, and I'm, I don't care. Right? I mean, the, the last couple movies he actually released, not not good. Like, right. Re- really not good. Well, what if I told you that Chris Evans, uh, Michael Kenneth Williams, and Halle Bennett were in a movie called The Red Sea Diving Escort? I like Chris Evans, but what the fuck is this movie? Like, that's a Netflix original. There's a lot of Netflix original movies. There's a ton of them. 
a lot of them have big name actors, which I'm sure they're passionate about their their project, right? I, hey, I made this because I wanted to. I'm sure that Chris Evans made Snowpiercer because he wanted to. It's a shitty movie, but I'm sure he wanted to. But that movie is garbage, and it's on Netflix. I don't think it's a Netflix original, but it, it's something that no one watched or anything until went to Netflix. So my question really is, uh, we like Netflix. We like some of the Netflix originals, but when it comes to their movies, no one's really raved about a Netflix original movie. Look at the Cloverfield Paradox. That got announced during the Super Bowl, and people were like, oh my god, I thought this was going to be like a movie that came out, but it's on Netflix, and everyone watched it. Like, oh, this is actually not very good. So if if I see a big-name actor now doing a movie on Netflix, should I get excited about it, or should I give it the same treatment that we do for a movie under 90 minutes? Are these movies under 90 minutes? No, they're not, but remember the criteria which we judge movies. I, I do, right. but I like you, you just asked two very different questions. So do you give it any any credit? The, the, any, no, no, the, any credit? It does it, it does it does it hold? Does the defense's case hold water? So the 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 thing with the ninety minutes is a, no. a, a movie can still be good under ninety minutes, but if the, the defense is, is wrong, wrong, if the movie primarily uh, is popularized or advertised on its chemistry and the actors and not the movie, that's a bad sign, right? If the the runtime is under 90 minutes, just look into it. And then if the reviews are embargoed, those are like the big three things. But all right. The deep sea diving resort right. um, is is essentially, you know, a story about Mossad agents, but written by a guy who's got a ton of experience in the genre, including Homeland. Right. Including the spy. Sure. Uh, it, he He wrote a bunch of tyrant. Creator, right. and we just listed that Six Underground had really had a writing team that wrote movies that we enjoyed. So, which is why I'm saying I think you, I, I don't think you can you can say oh it's straight to Netflix it's bad or look at these people it's good. I think it has to have a combination of both the the right people and look if the story shit it's gonna be shit. Right? Yeah. Like I thought I thought Bright I I really liked it when I first watched it. I haven't watched it again since, Correct. so I could. You Same know what thing. I mean? Yeah, like, no, yeah. I, I'm so not going back to revisit it. it. It was like it was a good story, and I think it just probably the execution fell a little flat for me. Um, up, like up upon further reflection, type deal is right. all I'm saying. But anything that's on Netflix um, that has these names probably is going to be worth a watch, even if it's bad. Now I, I'm, I'm gonna. Caveat, exclude, caveat, caveat, yeah. Exclude Kevin Costner from that, from like automatically adding the same way I would at this point, Sam Jackson. He's done a couple pretty, pretty fucking stupid things. Yeah, like the Hitman's Bodyguard. Uh, I disagree. I will, I will shit on that movie until I that, die. That is, that is one of my, yeah, that's one of my travel movies, Ugh. dude. I love that movie. Yeah, that's one of my travel movies for sure. So I'm just I'm I'm saying and this is what I'm asking and 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 again you've watched a lot of these Netflix movies and I trust your opinion. When I see a Netflix movie, do I need to have caution and look at it a little bit to say okay this is worth my two hours, or should I just say okay there's two two of you know the two criteria of good writer, good actor, or good writer, good director? I'm in. Like what what what's the criteria to say go watch a Netflix movie, or what's the the criteria to say investigate the Netflix movie? I think I think. I think it's dangerous saying when I see a Netflix movie, I believe at this point that if it's a, you know, Netflix original, Amazon Prime original, whatever, like all those things require further investigation because they're all competing. Right. But but Prime, but movies by Amazon go to actual theaters. Like they, they, they go to theaters. The- I'm just saying any project that goes directly to one of these services while it's included, right. is going is going to require additional digging. Okay. Any one of them. So looking at it right now, the trailer that we've seen, the digging that we've done on Six Underground. Yeah. Okay, just just based off that information, are are we, the collective we, going to watch this movie? We are going to watch it. I mean that's That's fine. I'm no, looking, I'm it, that's the, the wrong Okay, it's the wrong question. It's the wrong question. What's what's the right question to ask? Will we like it? I mean, we won't know until we watch it. Well, yeah, like there's. I don't. I'm not sure there are many Ryan Reynolds titles that I go. I don't. I I don't like that. Like other than buried. 
which I don't have to watch to know I won't like. Well, it. that's just small spaces. I mean, that's just because the, there there is a movie that's on Netflix that has Ryan Reynolds on it, and I'm going. I think I wanted to see this, and it's not a Netflix original movie. It's it's an actual movie. It's called Selfless, and I remember. Yeah, yeah but that that came out in the theater. It did. It did. It was like 2015. I, but yeah. I don't remember if I liked it or not. And and I'm just. It's no. It's that. It's like. Uh, wasn't it like uh, Sir Ben Kingsley was going to die, and his his his. Uh, yeah, he like transfers his consciousness into his the consciousness. Body of Ryan yeah. Reynolds, but there was actually still some consciousness left in Ryan. Reynolds. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. Like yeah, altered so, I mean, carbon we, kind of thing. Well, we've seen that movie done a bunch of different ways. Right. Right. So and this is just this is the Ryan Reynolds version of that movie. Um, <laughs> well, but, I, I guess the bigger threat for me and I'm sorry to cut you off. I think the bigger threat for me comes down to now we're looking at stuff like uh, like El Camino. Right. My, my brain is going, well, I really like I really like the Breaking Bad, the universe. I love the people that are in it. I, I think that they could do no wrong. But the fact that it's going to Netflix, do I give pause now? Like, I'm starting to actually think about this. And it's unfortunately, Vince, listener, it's Vince, it's I'm Vince having Gilligan. this thought with you in real time because I didn't just think about this until right now. So I apologize. Vince Gilligan. I mean, you're going to. Oh, I would never like, poo-poo get Vince Gilligan. Right. Okay. So overreacting. No. Okay. I, I want to move on to, to one final trailer, uh, two final trailers, actually, that we had. But uh, this one is for The Gentleman. Uh, wow. What, God, what was that from? The Gentleman. New girl. Last Brian, where are you? I need you. Uh, the Gentleman. Uh, this is a Guy Ritchie uh, uh, movie. It's got yes, it sure is the the very typical people that you would see in a Guy Ritchie movie now, and one person that perplexed me until the very end. Uh, but we got Matthew McConaughey. Uh, we got Charlie Hunnam, and then Hugh Grant, who I thought I'm not kidding was you. Great. I thought it was Sam Rockwell doing an impression. S- of like uh I thought it was Sam Rockwell too. I thought it was Sam Rockwell doing an impression of somebody. I was like I'm like, wait a minute, he's not posh right now? I was like, pretty Why good, is he not posh? Pretty good, pretty good accent work, buddy. I'm not gonna lie, that's not bad. And then I saw this Hugh Grant, and I was like, Hugh Yes, please. Yeah. Um But I I don't know. I, I know you are a big fan of Guy Ritchie. I I I like Guy Ritchie, but I have a, a hit miss ratio with his movies. What really? Yeah, well, like I mean, to I, I think the last Guy Ritchie movie I saw was Keen Arthur, or was it Robin Hood? It was one of those movies. No, it was Keen Arthur. It was the Keen Arthur movie with Charlie Hunnam? Charlie Hunnam. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't good. It was just pretty bad. Um, but hit hit and miss. Like really? Uh, from what I've seen, I, I I know I have. I like his early stuff, but lately I, I I don't even I don't even remember his lately movies. That's a problem. Like I don't remember them anymore. Okay. So, did you like Aladdin? I did. I know most he, people didn't. I did like Aladdin. I forgot that wrote, was a guy, except for the things that were overly Guy yeah, Ritchie. He he wrote the screenplay. Yes, and he directed um, uh, Rock and Roller. Uh, yeah, I like Rock and Roller. Love that movie, right? I mean, you've seen Lock, Stock, Snatch, right? Right. Revolver. I don't think I've seen Revolver. Okay, I like that one as well. Um, as Jason Statham, by the way, Ray Liotta, JSK. Um. Yeah, I don't. Okay, so there's really not much. Walk me through your impressions, though, of the gentleman, right? And and kind of tell me a little bit what you feel about this this exact trailer. So I liked most of it. I didn't like that it has Matthew McConaughey. <laughs> That's what I was waiting for. I know you're not even like, all right, all right, all right. I like no, it. Right. No, no, no. But I mean, I I I love Charlie Hunnam. Um, I don't think he's in enough. Stuff. Yeah, I, he's a very underrated actor. I think he's, he's really good. He's super underrated. Yeah, uh, and and I, I kind of like the the premise of of this movie. Plus, we've got um um oh god oh fuck what's his name? He was Bullseye in the Terrible Dead. Do- I can't remember. Colin Farrell. Colin Farrell. Right. Plus, we got Colin Farrell in this movie. I like. I mean, I like what I'm seeing. I I just I don't know. I have reservations, and I don't know why. I can't pl- I can't place my finger on it. All right, I'm I'm bought in. I'm bought in just because it's Guy Ritchie. Obviously, I'm going to watch it, even though it has McConaughey. That's I want to be there with you when you watch this. Just so I can be like, it's Matthew McConaughey right now. You're actually rooting for a McConaughey movie right now. I remember where I saw Mariarty, um, Andrew Scott. Yes, uh, his Dark Materials. Oh yes, I didn't want. I didn't watch. You a, didn't I, watch the trailer. I didn't watch the trailer. I've already because I'm already bought. I don't want to know more. I yeah. want to be very caught right. in secret. All right, fair enough. Fair enough. Yep. You showed That's me Lynn Manuel Miranda. I was like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm in. I'm in. You don't have to do anything else. Take my money. You've won. HBO subscription? All right. 
Engraved? Yeah. Question mark. <laughs> I I'm about it. I just it, really. It, it seems to be the the London gangster, right? There's the the element of hey Matthew McConaughey is is a, a drug dealer or drug kingpin, really. Well, he's always he's got to have that one American element. You know what I mean? Right. Yes. And he's like, who's more American than Matthew McConaughey to British people? <laughs> Matthew McConaughey, <laughs> who's kept his shirt on this entire trailer, Josh. He managed, There's, but of course he's just like, can there be weed in the movie? <laughs> What's the weed budget like? Is it good? Look, I'm not going to wear deodorant, okay? <laughs> so this is uh, releasing in 2020? Yes. So The Gentleman is coming out in 2020. We'll obviously see more about it. But Guy Ritchie, big big cast, loaded cast, new gangster movie. I mean, like, I'm I'm down for this. And, like, Hugh Grant, I think he's making a small comeback. He was on that Amazon Prime movie, which is really good. And, and uh, this movie looks really good, too. I think he's making his uh, comeback. So you killed somebody. No, it was the gravity that killed him. Sorry, I'll just read some of the YouTube comments. I'm in. And then uh, in our last bit of little uh, teaser trailer stuff, Stranger Things 4 was officially announced with the new teaser. We saw nothing. We have no footage, no people, no kids, but these kids are growing up fast. So keep them in front of a camera. Keep filming while they still look like they're teenagers before they become young adults very quickly. Uh, but but we got the announcement. That's important. I have not, wa- not watched season three yet. Oh, okay. I would uh, highly recommend you do that. It was pretty good. And I have thoughts and feelings. And when, oh my God, when it happens, Josh, I'm here for you. Okay? Okay. When you're done, I'll be here in my office. Okay? Gotcha. All right. Before we move on, Jimmy, could you could you roll the music, please? Thank you. Before we get into this next topic, we want to say that your support of the show is what keeps us going every week. If you'd like to support this show and get exclusive content, become a member of our Patreon. Benefits start at just $5 and we'll earn you a shout out on this show. Jimmy, could you cue us back in? One day we'll pay him, but it's not this week. Not today. No, oh God, no, not today. Please. What do we say to death? <laughs> not today. Uh, I was going to talk about the about this last week, but last week got pretty damn busy. Uh, Amazon, <laughs> Amazon, holy shit, guys calm down okay i got my machetes and i went exploring the amazon and i came back with way too much things 15 new products and it was 80 it was 80 new products that they announced josh 80 it's way too much listen there's a whole bunch of new echoes and new dots blah 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 here's the things i i I just kind of want to want to touch upon right the first thing is they said hey nerds are you there nerds are you here nerds so we said yeah we're here what's up it's like, you know how like you like to buy weird techie shit and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Sometimes we make some, sometimes you don't. Like, yeah. Like, you want to beta test us? I'm like, we'll, we'll let you, we'll make it real cheap and you can beta test it. We're like, yeah, yeah, I like to do that. Great. Here's a product called Day One. So Day One products are not ready for the mass market. They're made for the nerds. They're made for the enthusiasts. And if they sell real well, and if we see that people use it, they will make it ready for consumers and put it out into the mass market. But if only five people in Utah use it and they don't use it all the time, they just throw it away. So Amazon's just taunting people like me to say, hey, how about if we gave you a pair of glasses and they've got Alexa in it? Would, I mean, like, would you buy that? I mean, like, I would try it. All right. Echo frames. Here you go. Uh, you like rings? Yeah, I used to wear a lot of rings in high school. OK, what if we put Alexa in it? I mean, I don't really know how that would be useful. All right, well, we're going to sell it anyway. Just they're just putting Amazon in in in, in everything. Just put in the, the the Alexa. Sorry for triggering all of those. Although Alexa, subscribe to that kind of nerd podcast. <laughs> Maybe that works. I don't know if it does. Great. Uh, but they're just throwing out these little day one projects of just seeing what sticks and just letting the the, the nerdy public test it. And I'm curious about your thoughts of that being a, a business decision that Amazon's just just cool doing right now. Beta testing is a tough thing. I mean, everything's buggy. It's it's a it's a it's double edged sword. So, and and once once they decide what does work versus what doesn't, they probably stop supporting that's, those early. That's what I'm thinking. They just kill right? off. Your th- well, I mean, so you still are going to have to buy like the the retail version. Well, I imagine. Let's say so. That one of them was <laughs> kid you not. It's a it's a plug like a smart plug for for like your house. That you plug in, it's got Alexa, but then you can put modules in it. And one of them is like a nightlight. The other one is like a, 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 a strong charger. The other one is a, 
Oh god, it had something like a humid a humidifier or something like a thermo a, 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 a thermostat or something. Whatever. It, it probably not a humidifier. Plug probably not a humidifier. It. That would be weird. Right. Yeah, uh, Alexa, it's a little warm. Can you mist it up a bit? Okay, thank you. Um, Alexa, start a fire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm afraid I can't do that, Josh. Do it anyway, damn it. Anyway, uh, but yeah, but they, they they let you do it. But then I'm imagining, could you just kill that off? And they're like, oh, hey, well, clearly nobody wanted this. Do they kill it off or do they just let it ride because it's just powered by Alexa? Well, I'm not. I'm not saying, you know, your device will no longer work, but very likely they will no longer support it. So you'll be stuck on firmware version 1.0.1.01. Your new smart lampy thing won't be updated. Right. That's exactly right. It won't, it won't work with the newest other gadgets. Right. But at this point you get to say, I did it first. Uh, Okay. I do want to talk about though, uh, a couple other things that were were pretty interesting. And one of them is something that even Apple is, is teasing around with. It's a project that Amazon is calling uh, Amazon Sidewalk. Uh, what they're doing, nerd alert. Ready? Nerd alert. They're taking a, a 900 megahertz spectrum that isn't being used by anything, and they're kind of making it into a network similar to Tile and to other tracking systems. Your nerd alert is over. So here's your example. A pet tracker, right? It's a thing that goes on the collar of your pet. If your pet were to, I don't know, run away... If you are part of the Amazon Sidewalk network through a variety of products, if my dog runs past your connection, it will alert me that my dog is in this area, the last scene here, and continue to go on any place where this spectrum reaches and other people are using the product. If you know Tile, it's very similar to that. If I lose something and a Tile user is by it, it will ping me to say this is your location. It doesn't tell me that you told me that, and it doesn't tell you that that the object is by. It only tells me that where the object is. And I got to be honest, the first thing, making that a pet tracker, that's pretty freaking awesome. That's a really, like, novel, useful thing uh, that people could use in real life. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Debbie Downer, right on the parade. Why is I'm that? Not, a- I'm, no, I'm not. It's just, you know, it's like... Uh... Wasn't the 900 megahertz band like the original or one of the original analog um, and then dual mode mobile phone bands? Yes, but it's been very much retired. Yeah, no, I, I get that. I understand that. What I'm saying is, uh, you know, how reliable are we going to say this thing is? Right. I mean, this is I don't know. Yeah, but when Fido runs away, I would take semi-reliable over. I don't fucking know where he is. Hope so. Hope someone takes him to a vet and he's not dead. I thought dog collars, like a lot of dog collars already had like geolocation. But they've got they've got tracking through GPS and blah 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 blah. But but those things need to be charged or those things need battery in order to do that. And this 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 frequency is much more low energy. So you just have a small battery inside of it and have it last for years rather than having to to bury you know charging stuff yeah. or, or stuff like that. So I just thought, right. I thought that was interesting. I don't I mean I don't I don't have an issue with it. I just wonder like is this is this necessary? Don't we already have stuff? Does it? Yeah, and, and like I said, even Apple is getting into And like this. probably more accurately, right? Yes, but I, I think that this is a uh, I think this Your is, dog is somewhere in this 7 mile radius. I think this is one of those things where Honestly, you, all right, you want to know my honest opinion why they made this? Jeff Bezos has a gigantic ranch. It's a huge ranch. He has a huge piece of property, which I'm sure this spectrum is all over, right? Because it's an unused spectrum that's just so easy to put wherever the hell he wants. And I'm sure at one point Bezos lost a remote. I'm sure at one point he had a cat that just got off somewhere, right? And some kid is like, where's that cat? Where's Sprinkles? He's just making all his servants wear bracelets. <laughs> And he's just like, I want to know where things are on my ranch. You know what? Let's sell the product. Why not? We're already putting humidifiers with Alexa. Why not we do it? I mean, they have a microwave with Alexa. Why not make this thing happen? Svetlana's always taking long breaks. <laughs> now we know where she is. <gasps> I just want to know where she is. Good thing, Nancy, know, doesn't have to worry. I never know what she's doing back doesn't there. Have to worry, doesn't have to worry what his wife is doing anymore. We need the meatloaf. <laughs> oh, that was that was too low blow. Is that the one? Well, what's she what's she doing? She's counting her thirty bajillion dollars. Right. They also made a smart oven with uh, Alexa inside of it, so you know you can uh, talk to your. Listen, I I think I think Alexa, we need the meatloaf. <laughs> meatloaf, Alexa. <laughs> Again, for anyone who's just had their Alexa order the meatloaf, 
Uh, I hope either you're playing Meatloaf, the the musician, or enjoy your Grubhub. I'm sure that's uh, I'm sure that's what's happening. Was there any item though that that you saw uh, that Amazon had announced that actually was of interest to to you? Or I, I know you're not a, a big Alexa person, but from the technology standpoint, something that you were excited about. I mean, okay. no, not 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 as such. The th- the other thing that they did make was something called the Echo Buds, right? This is a product that is aimed directly at Apple and and all and Bose and all those companies that have uh, some form of earbud, uh, but also with an assistant built into it. I know Google has one. I we obviously know Apple has the AirPods. Uh, they are pretty cool looking for uh, an Amazon product. They're only one hundred and twenty nine dollars, right around the sound of the 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 AirPods. They have about a five hour battery with a twenty four hour case. Really interesting product for Amazon. They're really pushing that kind of product. So, of course, Amazon wants to send out an executive to promote the new earbuds, right? Talk to them, to to, to, to members of the tech media. And, of course, this guy was wearing the – hold on, wait. Jimmy just handed me a thing. No, he was not wearing the Amazon Echo Buds. He was wearing AirPods yeah. while he was talking about their new buds. And his name is Dave Limp. Is it really? Yeah, he's – uh. He's a senior vice president of like devices and service. <laughs> Come on, dude. Guaranteed. I mean, I, I, I don't think the interview is available. I don't, at least I don't see it here. Oh, you can see the video. Um, I think the link is in the show notes. Check, check the show notes. Uh, click the link. Look at the video. I'm hoping this guy like gestures with his arms and he's wearing an Apple watch. <gasps> like, I mean, nothing would make me happier. Like he's, he takes out his iPhone. He's got an iPad wearing an <laughs> Apple watch. <laughs> He's got a HomePod at home, you know. I mean, certainly he's got, I mean, he's got on a single AirPod. One AirPod. Showing off how versatile they are. Uh, oh, he's wearing a sweater. I, 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 I don't know if he's wearing an Apple. What was funny, though, was I, I was watching, as, as I talked about, I, I started watching the uh, the documentary for Bill Gates that we discussed a few weeks ago. Yep. And in there is the CEO or president of whatever, some muckety-muck of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, right? We all know who the fuck Bill Gates is. And this woman is wearing an Apple Watch. Of course. And I'm just going, I guess Microsoft really doesn't have an answer for that, do they? Like, all right. That means she has an iPhone. Okay. I mean, like, right. Clearly, this woman's just like, oh, I'm going to live my own life and whatever. Bill Gates can do whatever he wants. He's trying to make a better toilet. Just just let it happen. Uh, so, yes, one of these th- one of the- when technicians or one of these people who are associated with these big powerful companies doesn't uh you know doesn't eat the dog food doesn't eat the old stuff anyway thought that was worth worth, worth mentioning really Dave, even the dog food was that too much Dave Limp Dave Limp I'm not I was I was still reacting to the guy's name well now that we're done exploring the Amazon let's turn to my favorite hobby where I go around the internet I find the weird I find the obscure and then I ask this gentleman here for a tech perspective. So, uh, Josh, uh, uh, about six months back, maybe even a little bit more than that, uh, I told you about a challenge that Vitamin Water was putting on. That if you could go a whole year without using your smartphone or a tablet, right, using a computer only, you could win $100,000. To which I said, sign me up! And I entered uh, into this contest. And of course, as we know from the last year, I was selected. Hold on. Uh, Jimmy told me I was not selected from this process. Uh, so that sucks. But, uh, uh, Alana Mugden, uh, or Elena Mugden, Elena, Elena, Elena Mugden was selected and she is just four months away from claiming her prize. This girl is rocking a traditional flip phone. She's going to get a hundred thousand dollars for not using it. Uh, but what I thought was interesting when I was actually reading the article, uh, you know, obviously the, the, the same old, everyone was wasting time on their cell phones and oh my gosh, look what I could have done. Um, but what's cool was she actually wrote a, a book. She wrote part uh, a, a a fantasy series that she was working on, and she went on a cross country book tour to promote her book. But because she doesn't have a smartphone, Josh, that means no Google Maps, no email, no Uber, no like Lyft, no airline, no hotel apps. You don't need to point out all the disadvantages Holy, of using a flip phone. She had to print out directions. Well, I mean, one would imagine she was like, I mean, rental cars. Do you just get? I mean, she said she said she printed out directions. I doubt she. I doubt she's. All right. Well, printing out directions is ridiculous. I doubt she's getting paid for the book tour. I'm sure she's going out and doing it by herself. She's she's like twenty, what twenty four? 
I don't know. This seems like an awful. She said she's never going back. That she's not getting another smartphone. Okay. <laughs> I like you're like, oh, sure. We'll see how long that lasts. I mean, look, I can't. I, I recently went without my phone for for a period of time, and and I will say that the number of times in a day I need to go look something up, bordering on insanity. Like, it, not only that, but like just. Every time I get up to leave a room, I, I tap my left pocket. Is my phone there? Right. Is yeah. my phone there? Yep. I mean, it's it's ridiculous. Well, I, I was even talking about the other day. I left my Apple Watch at at home and went to work, and I was like, ah. And I I caught myself doing that gesture of like flip, put your arm up for a second, get your shirt off your watch, and then check the time kind of thing. Like I was pumping my fist in the air with nothing there, just like, like an, an idiot. idiot. Yeah. <laughs> I go, oh. All right. I I I do see the general purpose of if I could use a smartphone less, I would be probably more productive, happier person. But not using it at all, I would just instantly just be carrying a laptop and a mobile hotspot with me anywhere. I'd just be like, fine, it's now a 13-inch MacBook. Hope you're happy. Yeah. I mean, it, it said no smartphone. Uh, why, no, why wouldn't I just connect my iPad? It, you, uh, it was also no tablet. No cell phone, no tablet. But then it would be, then it would be a, yeah, then it'd be a Mac. It'd be, a Mac, yeah. it'd be my MacBook, right? I probably, I probably get the the twelve inch MacBook, just regular MacBook, the one that weighs like nothing, the one that I have to hold, otherwise it flies into the air, and just walk around with a mobile hotspot and let it happen. But we talked about this story. I want you to know a real life person actually did it, and she's going to get a hundred thousand dollars. So good, good for her. Yay! Fantasy novels. Good, go her. Yeah. But uh, I do like I, w- I would like to talk uh, a little bit about a phone. And uh, before you listener run away in terror, because Josh and I are going to sit down and talk about a phone. Uh, it's not an iPhone. It's actually Microsoft making their Surface Duo phone, although they never called it a phone when they were on stage. That is running Android and has two screens, not a foldable screen. It's two screens that fold. Um so, Josh, you you also wanted to kind of talk about this this topic, and there's a larger uh, article in the in the show notes as well. I, I'm curious though, to to kind of get your perspective as to uh, to talk about this phone and, and kind of what's going on with it. Um, there's a lot of buzz about the most innovative. It's not the first phone. Huge failure in the past. I like what Microsoft is doing. I like that it's not going to run those OS. Yeah, thank you. Uh, um, and I think it's incredibly innovative. I I don't. I don't think I could what I've seen. I'll want to play with it before, you know, absolutely saying, yeah, I do think it the idea. Um, I think specifically OS is micro when Microsoft starts tinkering with it. It's I, I mean, look, if you if you if you tell me it's going to run straight Google, you know what I'm saying? If it's going to run like a pixel, I would tell you, oh, this is probably a really good idea. But that's not really how Microsoft operates now, is it? Like it's gonna come preloaded with Edge as your as your as your browser. <laughs> I just like I I think it's just gonna be skinned all crazy Microsoft, and right. I think it's gonna be a dog shit OS. Here's 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 what I'll say about the this phone. Uh, Microsoft has made a very strong partnership with Samsung recently, right? To have some of their their products on Samsung phones now. So the Note and things like that now come with some of the Microsoft Office suites preloaded. So it's not like Microsoft uh, doesn't know how to make Android stuff. It's not no, like they don't know how to work with that software. However, Josh, you are correct. They have heavily skinned this Android software to look like Windows. Now, here's the thing. If you use Windows, this isn't bad. And if you use Android, this is a really compelling piece of software. Uh, and a really, really nice piece of hardware. And I will say this, uh, and, and I think you've agreed, Microsoft's hardware is getting really good. Uh, if you have to use a Windows product, a Microsoft-branded Surface or their new Surface Books are really good products. They look really good. Their keyboards actually work in function, unlike uh, my current MacBook Pro. Uh, they they do a really good job of getting the work done. So if you have to use a product, they they do a great job. I think. Wait, that, wait, what's wrong with your MacBook Pro? Oh, the my generation of MacBook Pro. Uh, if you get a particle of dust in your keyboard, uh, just just good luck. Just kiss that key goodbye, and it's it's wait, a terrible wh- keyboard. Arrival. What? Wait, what keyboard do you have? I which, have the twenty uh, the twenty eighteen uh, MacBook Pro thirteen inch. This is the one that is covered for four years for the keyboard. 
because the keyboard is so bad, they gave you a four-year cost-free warranty to replace the keyboard. Look, yeah, I mean, look, I, look I have up. I have the same keyboard, and yeah, one of my one of my keys sticks a little bit, but like, oh, it's a widespread issue. I, I won't I won't bother with okay, uh, but it's let me ask you let me ask you this question. Go ahead. Um, the iPhone, the the Max, the Max size iPhone, whether it's the 11 Pro Max or the 10s sure. Max or whatever, that's a 5.6 inch display, right? Uh, yeah, I believe so. Something like that. Very close. To um, it. so. The, the hardware they're introducing is two side-by-side 5.6-inch displays, but they're not edge-to-edge. Correct. And they're not they're not 16-by-9 aspect ratio. So I'm like, I'm having trouble with the size of this. I, I'm, thinking, I'm thinking this. If, if let's say you're a Samsung Note owner who's not happy with Samsung software or, or the S Pen or your phone exploding – uh, this would be a pretty good alternative to to go to. This this would be pretty big. If you're a person still rocking a Dell Streak, you would probably want something like this. This that's that's what this reminds me of is two Dell Streaks like like stitched together. It's not if you've held a, one of the newer Note phones, um, they're easier than a the older models and and certainly easier than the Dell Streak. Um, this just looks unwieldy. Like unwieldy large. Uh, see, I, I, I don't feel that way. I, I, I'm looking at this, and and number one, it actually works on like the Samsung Fold, which is just that phone is dead on arrival. It's like, please don't poke the screen, touch the screen, uh, don't take it near dust, dirt, don't put it in sunlight. You know, don't feed it after dark. Oh my god, you got it wet! Like it's like it's it. The phone is dead on arrival. I, I appreciate Samsung pushing smartphones and, and all these devices forward. Someone's got to try this first. So that way people can fix it and make it better. Uh, I would root this thing and run straight Google. Right. The the Surface Duo, which is the tablet version of this. So the Neo is the phone and the Duo is like the tablet, has a really cool innovative feature when you when you kind of make it look like a laptop and you put a really cool magnetic keyboard on there. It now has a, a bar on top, very similar to a touch bar on a Mac that is a trackpad as well as your emoji and like a GIF keyboard. And it looks really innovative. And I, I again... I think they're doing their saw their hardware really well, and I think what they're doing is pretty sweet. It's pretty awesome. And again, if you're a Windows person, look at these products; they're awesome. Uh, we're we're Apple people. We know that at some point, uh, at some point, they'll catch up to this. They're not going to do this first, but they're going to do it really well if they do this. But this is a a, a big kind of swift kick in the butt for Apple a bit because one of the topics that. One of the, the articles that you send over, Josh, says Microsoft has beaten Apple. And every year someone puts out a thing that says Apple's dead and oh, they can't innovate. And Phil Schiller went out on the stage one year and said, can't innovate my ass and then didn't innovate for five years. But <laughs> right, I'm sorry, they did. And and we're looking at the new iPhones that just came out and it's the same design. That's fine. We're, next year is going to be something better, we hope. People are really blowing this one out of proportion. But I really think. I used a Microsoft service for for my job once. I liked it a lot. I thought it was great. I would look into the Surface Duo if I was buying a tablet for myself. But my kids can't run this, right? Like, my my kids get an iPad for Christmas. She couldn't run a Surface Duo. My wife couldn't run a Surface Duo. You have to have a level of techiness and nerdiness to actually appreciate any of these products, these, these new innovative ones. The software remains the issue. Yes, the software remains the issue, and the hardware isn't appealing to anyone who 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 isn't a power user. So this is really cool. This is really science fiction-y coming to life. This is really cool stuff to celebrate, but this is not for the, the mass market. This isn't for the average person walking into Best Buy. This is not something you would even get for back-to-school purposes for these. You would get maybe the new Surface Book. Which is awesome. If you're interested in having a laptop computer that runs Windows, go get yourself a Surface Book. They're really great. Uh, but I think the other part of Apple can innovate and Apple's dead and Microsoft's going to out-invent Apple. I'm, I'm sorry. No thanks. I am glad that Microsoft is back to making a phone that we can yell at them about Windows Phone again. But whatever. It's pretty cool. I hope that wasn't too nerdy for you, listener, because uh, I don't care if it was. I like that conversation. All right, listener, as you know, this podcast is obsessed with our folding uh, laundry robots and folding machines. We, of course, are uh, in this house. We're a folding mate family. OK, right. That That's what we do. 
Your house may actually make your pasta sauce from scratch. Some of you are Prego houses. We're not going to judge you for that today. I know Josh is, but we're not going to judge you for that today. But we do need to talk about one more machine that folds your laundry because they made an update, Josh. Remember uh, the Ify or the Effy? It was an ironing machine that will do your shirts. So you put your shirts in there, you hang it up, and it irons it for you. No hats, no muscle, no fuss. Yeah. Well, guess what, Josh? They can do pants! It's a big update. Couldn't, yeah. I mean... It couldn't do pants before. I don't know why, but they didn't just, have the technology for pants. It doesn't... I mean, you put it on a hanger... Right. Right. And then uh-huh. it just, it just like steams. Doesn't it just steam? Isn't it just a steamer? Yeah. But, 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 but because, because of, um, but because of things, it couldn't thing with the, the pants. Couldn't I just hang the pants like I would and then it'll just poof? Well, I, I don't know because it, it couldn't do pants and now it can do pants. It's an innovation. But Josh, uh, pants. I'm sorry. This I mean, is why folding made is the most superior thing in the world. Because it's like, we don't care. We'll just fold shit for you. We, we got you. And this is like, we we figured it out. We finally got pants, guys. Woo! I mean, here's here's what I'll tell you. Spend a hundred bucks and just get yourself a steamer. That's what I did. It's really great. Um, this is not the same as folding. No. Folding is infinitely more valuable to me. Like having not to fold anything would be. They lo- said a- that's a. Go ahead. Right. I don't need I don't need most things ironed. Right. So they, they said now that they will do so this is how the F E I F E, whatever it is, will they'll iron uh iron shirts, pants, t shirts, blouses, short dresses, bed sheets, towels, and pillowcases. It will dry what socks psychopath is ironing towels. I don't know. It will dry socks, underwear, and quote other paraphernalia. Peripherals. Oh, yeah, it does say peripherals. Oh, my dyslexia made a fun word, and now it's not fun. Paraphernalia is not a fun word. Uh, it's just a word. I think it's a fun word. Uh, what, it says it normally takes three minutes to, to iron a batch of items up to 12 at a time and six minutes to dry and iron them? I mean, that's not, that's not reasonable. It's fine. I mean, but yeah, you can, there's, save your money for the folding mate, people. Don't buy this. Indeed. Save your money for the folding Plus, mate. Having to iron your button-down shirts implies that that uh, you degenerates are putting them in your washing machine. That should not even be. Should, a- should I just be going to the dry cleaners? Well, I mean, look. I mean, first, a wear an undershirt, right? Yes, and then then you can basically just steam your shirts a couple times before they need to go to the dry. So cleaners. I want to understand this correctly. I put on my undershirt. Undershirt. I put on, right. Put on my undershirt. Uh, I put on my shirt. Then I steam my shirt while it's on me. Obviously. And that and that solves the issue, right? You put on your shirt and you wear it. Okay. And when you come home at the end of the day, the D, right? You hang it up. Okay. And then I put it in my I, my Effie. Okay, gotcha. And then before you wear it the next time, right. you steam it. So I take a hot shower and I leave my shirt hanging up there, and hanging then it, up, it it makes it all fresh and clean. Or you buy a steamer. They don't cost much. I mean, if you have a nice iron, you could use that to. St- I mean, an iron will steam a but shirt. I will steam a shirt, right? But this seems ridiculous. Long live the folding mate! I, fold up shop. Get out of here. Can we buy a folding mate yet? Yeah, I don't have at the moment. Don't have room for the folding. That's mate. not true. I help clean out some of your house. I know there's room for a folding mate somewhere in in my in my garage or in my heart. I was just like, you know, the folding mate is still on on its uh, pre order wait list. Oh, okay. Wait, I got some some update. Updates on the folding mate. Folding mate news. I don't know when the last time we even updated about this, but uh, it is estimated that the target price for the folding mate will be a thousand dollars. And if you go for a high capacity uh, part of it, it could be fifteen hundred to two thousand dollars. That's still fine. Would you? I mean, that's, would you join that's the price of a? It's the price of a high end washer or dryer. Would you join the beta program for folding mate? No, I don't think so. Man. You gotta wait till it's it's all the kinks are worked out. Yeah, and like not unless I'm getting an upgrade. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like they iron all the kinks out. They're going to come install the well, boards. I, I want to be very careful. The folding mate does not iron, Josh. And I just I need you to be aware. Language is important. You don't you don't miss my brand of humor at all. That makes me, mm. that makes me sad. All right, listeners. Well, thank you so much for for listening to this. Thank you so much for making us your walk around your neighborhood or your drive to work. Be sure to go to patreoncom slash that kind of nerd. Join just five dollars, guys. Start getting some perks. Uh, we're going to have some uh, fun retro reviews coming up in the coming weeks. We're going to have Gone in 60 Seconds and Beetlejuice. Ugh, I'm excited for that. 
So uh, stay tuned to the Patreon and see when that content drops. And would you kindly, listener, I know Brian's going to love this. Go on social media if you if you know Brian and congratulate him on his wedding. Because yay! He's getting married. Marriage! Anyway, thank you so much for making us a walk around the neighborhood or your drive to work. And we'll see you next week. Well, welcome to the club because you are that kind of nerd. You know what the sad part is, though? Dave Limp makes more money than you and I combined. I don't care. I mean, my I don't have to walk around introducing introducing myself as Mr. Limp. <laughs> it is funny. Right. Well, pardon me, Mr. Limp. No, no, nope. You can you may either address me as Dave uh, or Captain Insano. <laughs> uh, no, Limp. Limp. There's a Mrs. Limp out there somewhere. Just so you know. Oh, is your husband Limp? Uh, please let's not bring that up. We have so many flaccid babies. <laughs> Wait, flaccid babies? Let's describe to me in, in, in intimate detail. Do not hold back. A flaccid all, baby. All babies are. They're just why they're just, just like, no, please. around. I want intimate I want all the details. Don't stop. I don't there. have I don't have the details. I don't I don't I cannot has them. I What's wish. This? Let me ask you something. What's this chick doing with a flip phone? No, 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 I'll talk about that in a second. But I, I just want you to know, I really would like "Flaccid Babies" to be the title of this episode, but I can't. You can't do it. Oh, I'm just imagining we'll be pulled from something somewhere, somewhere. Really? I don't know. We'll see. We'll we'll see if anything better comes out of it. <laughs> <laughs>